Welcome to the Agent Survival Guide podcast and happy Friday. We're here with another Friday Five episode recapping the top headlines of the week. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel. Thank you so much for joining us today. It might not be the first Friday of the month, but we are kicking off the first official weekend of summer today. And that is certainly something to celebrate. Coming in at number one, last week we mentioned that the Department of Health and Human Services announced their second list of Medicare Part B prescription drugs earmarked for rebates. Legislation put forth in the Inflation Reduction Act created the Medicare Prescription Drug Inflation Program, And the list announced last week would go into effect on July 1st, running through September 30th until the Q4 list goes into effect. In the first week of June, Merck and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce each filed a lawsuit against the government over the policy. And then on Friday last week, Bristol-Myers Squibb came forward with a lawsuit as well. Each lawsuit files similar claims that the government is overreaching with legislation put forth by the Inflation Reduction Act. The rebate program violates the First and Fifth Amendment, in addition to damaging protections on free enterprise and other claims. The administration has voiced their confidence in the court's ability to uphold the rebate program. Experts have weighed in, suggesting that more drug companies will likely file their own similar lawsuits before everything is said and done. Number two, last week, President Biden named his pick to head up the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Dr. Mandy Cohen was tapped to replace Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who will retire on June 30th. Most recently, Dr. Cohen is the executive vice president at Alidade, a physician-led accountable care organization, or ACO, in Bethesda, Maryland. She also serves as the CEO of Alidade Care Solution. Prior to her work with Alidade, she was the secretary of North Carolina's Department of Health and Human Services. USHHS Secretary Xavier Becerra confirmed his support for Biden's selection, saying, quote, Dr. Mandy Cohen is a renowned physician and public health expert. She led North Carolina through the pandemic with a steady hand and strategy focused on restoring trust in public health institutions. She also created innovative public health programs to equitably connect communities to care including preventive care, end quote. The office of CDC director is currently the highest level position in the Department of Health and Human Services that does not currently require Senate confirmation. That will change in January 2025. Dr. Cohen is set to take over the position as soon as Walensky exits the role. Number three. Some interesting Amazon news this week. On Wednesday, the Federal Trade Commission filed a lawsuit against the e-commerce company. According to the FTC, Amazon allegedly tricks customers into signing up for Prime using something called dark patterns. 
If you've never heard the term before, a dark pattern is when a company knowingly guides a user toward a specific end goal, usually reducing friction and enhancing the process to their preferred outcome. They create a path of very little resistance to that desired outcome while complicating every other path and process that might lead to an undesired outcome, like, for example, unsubscribing from the service. And we call them dark patterns because they're usually very subtle. Things like the design of the user interface, making the button to X out of a pop-up ad difficult to find, or non-existent until a certain percentage of the ad plays. Those types of ads are great examples of dark patterns. In the case of the FTC lawsuit, they claim that Amazon has used dark patterns on their Prime service, with positioning, messaging, and even the user experience of being able to cancel the service. It's an interesting lawsuit. I wish I could say that I read through it and have a great understanding of exactly what they're saying, but the suit was heavily redacted. In my experience, I've signed up for and canceled my Prime membership many times, so I can't say that my experience jives with what's being presented by the FTC in the suit. But I will admit at the same time that I am pretty tech-savvy and understand more than the average consumer does about digital marketing and subscription platforms. We'll be following along with this lawsuit because, quite frankly, a suit against a company of the size of Amazon is going to have ripple effects. In other Amazon-related news, the company announced the dates for this year's Amazon Prime Day. And despite the holiday being singular, the days of the sale are plural and fall on July 11th and July 12th this year. Number four, while we're on the subject of monthly fees, Spotify is one that admittedly I happily pay. I have been a premium member since December of 2015, and yes, I did have to look that up in my email for confirmation on the date. Originally, I went premium because I was tired of hearing the same ads all the time, and I have a habit of wanting to skip songs when listening to a playlist. I have since passed that habit along to my daughter, so Spotify, you're welcome for another future paying subscriber. According to Bloomberg writer Ashley Carmen, Spotify will soon be unveiling what the company is calling their Sue Premium plan. Not the best portmanteau, but we'll take it. And apparently, the Sue Premium subscription level will include the much-anticipated Hi-Fi audio Spotify announced it was working on back in February of 2021. Interestingly enough, Spotify's main competitors, Apple and Amazon, both offer Hi-Fi audio on their services and do not charge extra for it. Early reports suggest that the Supremium subscription will cost $19.99 per month, as opposed to the current $9.99 per month for an individual premium account. 
While hi-fi audio is all well and good, it's not the feature that I'm most excited about. In addition to the hi-fi audio chatter, rumor is that Spotify is considering adding access to audiobook content above what they currently offer for sale. Details were not clear on how the audiobook feature would work, if it would be a selection of titles similar to the Kindle Unlimited service on Amazon, or if users would have an allotment of listening hours per month. Audible, also owned by Amazon, currently allows for one free audiobook per month, and then listeners pay full price for additional audiobooks. Reports were also unclear on whether the new audiobook feature would be part of the new Supremium plan tier or grouped into the existing premium subscription. Spotify has improved their audiobook selection in the past few years, but the experience is not quite as seamless as on other listening apps. Fingers crossed that a better user experience will come along with access to a larger library of content. Number five, little bit of housekeeping here, starting with certification news. Both AHIP and NABIP certification exams for AEP 2024 are now live. We went over some frequently asked questions about AHIP certification in our last episode, so make sure you listen to that if you've got questions about AHIP. Coming up, we'll be doing a similar episode on the NABIP certification, so keep an eye out for that episode coming into your feed. If you're not already, follow along with the show so new episodes get delivered directly to your listening queue. And if you like notifications, you can set one up so you get an alert with every new episode. Also want to mention again the dates for our summits. It's been a minute since we've mentioned them here on the show, and those dates are getting closer every day. August 22nd is our Maryland Summit. On August 23rd, we are in Philadelphia. And yes, the I-95 bridge should be fixed by then. We will actually be linking to an article in the Philly Inquirer about that, just in case you're interested in details on the repairs. It's actually pretty cool how that came together so quickly. August 24th, we are in the city where our headquarters is located, the capital of Pennsylvania, Harrisburg, PA. Also, on the 24th, we will be holding a summit in upstate New York. In September, we pick our summits back up with New Jersey on September 13th, and then on the 14th, We are in Florida and New York. We'll have the links to the registration site in the notes. You can check out info on each of those summits, see which carriers will be attending, who will be presenting, and more. I've said it before, it is a great way to kick off the AEP season, and I will be in attendance at a few of those summits this year. So if you sign up to attend, you just might see me there and be able to say hi in person. I'm looking forward to attending. We have a lot of fun events and giveaways planned. 
make sure you get your registration in soon so you can save your spot and get ready to have a great time. Rupel recommends. Not sure how I missed this one when I did my streaming picks for May, but this series was overlooked and that was a mistake. I just finished FUBAR, the new Arnold Schwarzenegger series on Netflix, and it is so good. It is classic Arnold. I loved all the nods to his previous catalog of work. It might have been cheesy and predictable at times, but it made me laugh and it kept me interested. That's it and that's all. And good news, it did just get renewed for a second season. Like many other projects, though, the second season will likely be delayed because of the ongoing writer's strike. In other Netflix news, the company recently announced a whole bunch of new releases at their annual Tadum live stream event. We got announcements on Extraction 3, Squid Game Season 2, the final season of You, Bridgerton Season 3, and so many more. Sadly, still no word on an official release date for the Uglies movie. I'm not losing hope yet, but I had hoped we would have heard something by now. In addition to watching FUBAR, I'm currently reading Six of Crows, which admittedly is not as easygoing for me as the Shadow and Bone novels. But since I discovered the plot of those books is intertwined with the Shadow and Bone plot in the Netflix series of the same name, I have to read the books first. I just have to. One more thing I'm looking forward to reading, hopefully after I finish Six of Crows, Adult Drama and Other Essays by Natalie Beach. I read an excerpt of that book on The Cut, and we will be linking to it in the notes. Natalie Beach was Caroline Calloway's ghostwriter, penning the captions on her Instagram account and essentially creating the Caroline persona that many followed for her effortless but quirky level of cool. Natalie, as Caroline, also created and popularized the art of uber-long caption writing on Instagram. The story of their friendship and subsequent falling out is a compelling rabbit hole that might leave you with more questions than answers, but it is a riveting story nonetheless. I cannot wait to read more from Natalie's point of view and get to know what her voice sounds like when it's writing for herself rather than a carefully crafted message coming from someone else. One last thing. Earlier this week, we published our episode of Summer Podcast Recommendations. Just a reminder that if you've got any podcast recommendations that you'd like to share with us, we would love to hear those. If you have questions, comments, topics you want us to cover, books you're reading and loving right now, we want to hear from you. You can send us an email at asgpodcast.com at ridderim.com. Send us a message. We will mention it on the show and give you a shout out. Our email again, asgpodcast at ridderim.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. 
Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Podcast designed by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with us wherever you like to listen. 